listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Erica. We're two next door neighbors who love a good chat and a good cocktail. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, neighbor. Hey, neighbor. So we have a little housekeeping at the top yes. of the show. Bear with us. Oh, that's me. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> we have a newsletter and you can sign up on our website, girlnextdoorpodcast.com. I am actually pretty proud that we figured out how to have a newsletter. Mm-hmm. In theory. <laughs> In theory. <laughs> when you're hearing this, we have not sent it out yet. So yeah. we hope to. Um, so high five on that, neighbor. <laughs> high five high in five. advance. <laughs> I know we're going to do great. Um, and we are so excited to connect with our listeners um, through our newsletter. Also, we are going to be recording a test kitchen episode. We talked about that on our last one. Mm-hmm. Um, and we need your recipes and ideas. So send them to highgirlsnextdoor at gmail.com. We can't wait to cook up what you send us. Finally, our fall book club in October, we will be reading and discussing Gretchen Rubin's Better Than Before, which is all about habits and motivation and personality. We have mentioned it a couple times on the show, I think, and so we're really looking forward to that. So please grab a copy of the book and join us. Okay, on to today's episode. Today's topic is happiness and creating happiness. Um, I was kind of thinking about this because I think as the older I get, I really do see my happiness as being my own responsibility for the most part, Mm -hmm. and I am trying to be more active in cultivating that and taking taking Mm -hmm. responsibility for it. But first, a cocktail. There has been some debate as to what we should call this cocktail. (laughs) It um, the name that it came with is a hard cider spritz, but I I I did kind of make it my own and made it the girl next door podcast's own. So, uh-huh. <laughs> so I think we're we gonna, added one of our secret that's ingredients. Right. We're gonna call this okay. I'm gonna say a hard cider spritz with a twist of pouch. <laughs> <laughs> How's that? Is that offensive? That's amazing. I love it. <laughs> um, okay, so this is okay. So the recipe <laughs> called for hard cider um, plus apple cider. I could not find apple cider at least in a reasonable volume. Like I'd only <laughs> find like the two gallon <laughs> jugs, <laughs> and I just needed like six ounces. So, so I had a light bulb epiphany moment as I was walking the grocery store aisles, and this was just like an hour ago. Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's recent. how we do it. Uh-huh. Yeah, this was recent. And I remember I was inspired by your using the peach pouch uh-huh. a few uh-huh. uh, episodes ago. Anyway, so yeah, I got apple pouch. Um, so <laughs> apple juice plus pouch. pouch. <laughs> exactly. And by pouch, we mean in case you don't know or didn't oh, hear the yes. last one. It, like the little toddler applesauces uh-huh. in a toddler it's snack. in a pouch right. yeah that they can just like snack. it's not some special cocktail <laughs> ingredient that you've <laughs> no. never i mean it is a special cocktail ingredient you've never heard about but it's not it's gonna a fancy puree it's not gonna be in the liquor aisle yeah <laughs> you're gonna have to look on the diaper <laughs> aisle a couple over um this also has whiskey uh campari uh, lemon juice and some club soda okay I'm pretty excited all right cheers cheers Ooh. I like that. I like it. I'm going to try to mix it up, get my like giant ice cubes floating mm-hmm. around in here. Yeah. Uh, Erica counseled that we should go with the giant glasses, and that was the right call. Yeah. I think when there's lots of ingredients, sometimes you have, unless it's a true martini or something like that, you have, mm. to, yeah. have to give it more room. Yeah. I was just looking at all the bottles and ingredients that we needed to put into this one cocktail, and it was like this tiny it's glass. not going to fit in our little glasses. Not going to do it. All right. Mm, yeah. Bring on the fall cocktails. Yeah. Apple goodness. Just in it. Mm-hmm. Love it. Okay. So in, in thinking about happiness, this is a, this is a big topic with obviously lots of different, I don't know, ways you can go and think about it, but are there like generalizations you think you can make about like the big things that contribute most to your happiness? Okay. Um, I think, I feel like some of this sounds so cliche, but self-care mm-hmm. and really figuring out what that means for me in that season. Mm-hmm. Like I thought Ooh, I was taking I, I like good, that what you said in the season. Yeah, like I I thought I was taking good self-care because I was, you know, showering regularly again after becoming a new mom, like all of the right. things that kind of start to come back to you, but then yeah. realizing like no, now I really need to take it up a notch mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. my own well-being and yeah. um just I have been 
I didn't know ahead of time. I just thought it was one of those things I should do. Mm -hmm. But I have been shocked by how much happiness, like true happiness, like working out and taking better care of Mm -hmm. myself has added. Mm -hmm. So that's a number one. Um, My environment just has a huge Mm -hmm. impact. So whether that's just my house at the time or being on vacation in a new spot, I mean, I can just be like giddy the entire time Mm -hmm. just because of the surroundings Mm -hmm. and um, atmosphere. So that's huge for me creativity and finding some way to be creative Mm -hmm. um really does add a lot to my happiness Mm -hmm. and then relationships yeah people fulfillment family friends yeah how about you okay um those were all great ones like i'm making notes over here like hmm erica has so many great (laughs) ideas ditto (laughs) um uh, the first, yeah, the first thing I wrote was feeling healthy, which I think is a big part of like mm-hmm. personal self-care. Mm-hmm. Like you said, I, I think that I just, that ends up bringing me a lot of energy and um, yeah, it, it's like surprising the impact I think yeah. that it can have. And like, even just, even just a, a little bit, and it'll mm-hmm. be one of those things where I don't think it's affecting me that much, but then like, like I'm, if I'm kind of out of my groove or something Mm -hmm. and then I'll just like go get one workout in or or Mm -hmm. be active in some way. And it's just like, Oh, Mm -hmm. you know, it just kind of lifts something. So, so that's definitely important. Um, uh, the next thing I wrote was having a plan. Yes. Having a plan <laughs> just, definitely makes just you Just in general, yeah. I am, I'm just like such a planner. And so, yeah, just kind of in many different aspects of our life. And I, I have been working just like in adulthood of, you know, I don't need to have every single thing mm-hmm. planned out. I don't need mm-hmm. to be in control of everything. But definitely just, you know, kind of when I have an understanding of like where things sit, kind of what I, what I want. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like having goals too. Right. So right. I feel like that's part of it for me too um being productive and I would say being creative is kind of part of that Mm -hmm. but I I like to be productive but something I thought about is I like to be productive at my own pace and in my Mm -hmm. own way Mm -hmm. like ideally Mm -hmm. you know I think I've noticed that like I get to be productive at work but sometimes it's not always in things I want to be doing or like at the pace I want to be going Mm -hmm. things like that um certainly I think my environment affects me a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, just kind of having something that's more calming if it's too stimulating or overwhelming, mm-hmm. like too much. And then the last thing I've said was being part of a community and, and supporting and connecting others kind mm-hmm. of in different ways, whether it's, you know, that's like family community, friendships. I kind of see many different communities mm-hmm. in my life, but mm-hmm. that's definitely very important. Like Okay, so what in general tends to detract from your happiness? Okay. The opposite of all those things we said. Yeah. It, well, yeah, that's I was, I was thinking of, you know, getting my outline ready like I mean, all of not that. Um, yeah, exactly. But really, I if I think about like self-care for me, I get to feel really unhappy when I'm putting myself and then time alone with myself mm-hmm. um on the back burner. Mm-hmm. Like I I really will just be cranky and like mm-hmm. snippy with everyone. And I realize I just need a half hour in my yeah. room, but literally by myself. Yes. yes. Um, Cause sometimes like my me time can be shopping with a friend or doing something else, but that introvert side right. of me really needs to prioritize that. Like, that, like real especially recharge. on a weekly. Yeah. Like on a grand scheme of the, of a week. Mm-hmm. If I, if that's not balanced within a week, I can start to feel really yeah. off. Yeah. Um, a cluttered or, and or ugly environment. Mm-hmm. Um, and Any I'm not particular gr- ugly environments that stand out that you've had to endure. Um, <laughs> nothing's like coming to my something mind. Something that really bugged me working in um, here in Gilbert actually was my school had no windows. Oh, well, it gosh. did in like the front office, but the classrooms didn't have windows, oh, and a lot gosh. of them are like that because it cuts down on yeah, the, you know efficiency costs stuff like that yikes. with the heat. But, still, but it was ooh, depressing. I bet. Ooh. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's just one that comes to the top of my head. But even just like now being at home so much with the girls Mm -hmm. and stuff, like any little like flaw in my house is just magnified and you just get to think about it all day. One more time. Yeah. (laughs) So, or just when I I start to feel myself just getting like physically agitated and Mm -hmm. cranky when Mm -hmm. things are cluttered on my countertops or, and I don't realize it at first. And then I look around like, oh, I would feel so much better if this was picked up or Mm -hmm. um, something else in general that. I've noticed detracts from my happiness is feeling rushed. 
mm-hmm. or rushing for the sake of rushing when mm-hmm. no one's even making me rushed. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's something I've realized a lot in parenting. Like when I intentionally slow down and realize mm-hmm. there really is no emergency, like mm-hmm. everything is fine. And even if we're five minutes late, right. it will be all right. It right. just makes me much happier, makes me able to enjoy my family. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just kind of that at your own pace thing. Yeah. A- and just being honest with yourself and taking a step back sometimes, like, why am I rushing? Right. I don't need to do that. Right. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. How about you? Um, let's see. I I was thinking having too much going on, like life just feeling too full and too demanding. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I've been experiencing a little bit lately. And maybe I'll talk about it a, like a little <laughs> bit more. I've just kind of gotten into a point where, I've taken on a lot of extra stuff uh-huh. and it's, it's good. It's good stuff, right? you know, and, and, and it's not like I can easily say I should eliminate this. Mm-hmm. Like it is all bringing me happiness in different ways, but it just kind of ends up being a lot. And you know, that, that's just, it's a little bit, I like to be productive, like I said, but, but kind of at my own pace. And I like to have that relaxation mm-hmm. recharge time mm-hmm. in there. Um, kind of like related to having a plan, what what detracts can be not having clear direction or understanding, whether that's in like a, a work situation. I think this came up for us with sleep mm-hmm. when we were having like I all just those, don't have a plan. Yeah. And, and just like no idea even where like I'm not even sure what the problem mm-hmm. is other than mm-hmm. we're not getting sleep, but like that's all I know. And so not even being like, yeah. if I, if a problem can be identified fine. Like I'm ready to work yeah. on it. I'm ready to make a plan and right. start to work on it. But kind of those situations where you're just like, it's not right, but I can't say why it's not right. right. So I can't even or do know anything. what to do about yeah, it. So I can't even it. move forward. So mm-hmm. that really, really frustrates me. Um, and kind of similarly, I think that's just related to, to not, not being in control. And yeah, it's kind of interesting. I feel like that could kind of relate to my to my environment too, because I, I didn't put that, but that definitely is something that, especially now that we've gotten our house pretty uncluttered, mm-hmm. any clutter like stands out to me. Like actually I'm looking at our shelf right now. These like bookshelves tend to accumulate some random clutter, <laughs> <laughs> Chris. <laughs> and, and it'll just, it like stands out to me. It's just like, Oh, yeah. that like needs to, yeah. needs to find a home, uh-huh. you know? <laughs> Um, okay. So I have something kind of interesting for us to do. We'll see how it works. So a few different scenarios. And so in each scenario, I just wanted to have a little conversation about what aspects make you the happiest and what happiness challenges you face and how you're working to create happiness, like in this environment or scenario. Mm -hmm. So the first one is at home. Okay. So I think at home, what makes me the happiest is making my house beautiful and functional. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually really oddly love like folding the girls clothes and putting mm. them away neatly, like yeah. all kinds of things like that. I really yeah. love being home. I love yeah. being a stay at home mom. Yeah. Um, feeling mostly on the same page as Jeremiah. Like when mm-hmm. I feel like we, and we have plenty of differences, but when I feel like we generally mm-hmm. are moving in the same direction yeah. and not at odds about ridiculous things, like it mm-hmm. just brings me like such contentment. Yes. Um, our girls and just finally having some of these like family of four moments mm-hmm. where you just truly feel like everything is just gelling. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. and I can't even quite give you an example, just mm-hmm. a moment where, you know, everybody's maybe even doing their own thing, but in the same mm-hmm. room and everyone's happy at the oh, same yeah. time. And, yeah, yeah. or they've just been like bathed and cozy and mm-hmm. tucked in and just, Aww. you know, those yeah. little family moments yeah. make me really happy. Yeah. Um, I think happiness challenges I face at home is feeling like there's so much I'd like to do or need to do all the time. Mm -hmm. I think because too, there's not this like clear separation of like work time, home time Mm -hmm. where I can just like decompress at a certain point in the day. It's just always like, there's Mm -hmm. always something else to do. There's always more laundry. There's always, Mm -hmm. you know, a house project I'd like to take on or Mm -hmm. a personal project and it's all happening within these four walls. And so, um, just kind of, separating some of that out and prioritizing has been hard for me. And then just an end of the day and week drain, Mm -hmm. even at home, like Mm -hmm. just needing to get out of the house or just feeling like a lot has happened in, (laughs) in this home, in this small space. Yeah. (laughs) I have, um, so I think that part of like 
dealing with that, how to create happiness. I realized that early on that I needed to, you know, make time for myself in the evenings. And on Mm -hmm. like Friday, we kind of try to do something Friday night. Everyone comes back together, I feel Mm -hmm. like, to start the weekend. So we try Mm -hmm. to do like a pizza night or Mm -hmm. a movie or something that just feels like, okay, Mm -hmm. we're starting our weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, Making time for date nights and things to Mm -hmm. recharge that way. Mm -hmm. Um, As far as around the house too, like, creating happiness out of things that could be frustrating, like setting some goals for savings or mm. how we're going to work towards a, mm-hmm. you know, a project like redoing mm-hmm. the kitchen or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and something I just re- have realized, and you had said this at the beginning of the episode, but it really, it's not only up to me to create my own happiness, but I'm realizing in my current role in our family, how much influence I have Mm. for the tone for the whole house. I mean, mm-hmm. I am the one there right. handling the the home things, you know, and kind of in charge. And um, just because of the nature of, you know, Jeremiah being gone right. way more than I am, mm-hmm. um, I just have the kind of this household CEO role mm-hmm. that really just like any company sets the tone for the whole, right. Right. The whole rest of everybody <laughs> else. And so really trying to take that seriously mm-hmm. and realize that if I'm not happy, I have a lot more leeway to just change something than I, mm. you know, if some furniture right. arrangement is not working for me or right, some right. rule in our house and Jeremiah is more than willing to be like, okay, let's right. fix it. Let's right. make it better. But <laughs> just getting my head around that a little bit sooner mm-hmm. to say, this is not working for me. Let's change it. Right. Um, and just taking responsibility yeah. for that. So it's, it's so hard because, um, yeah, just you're like, you're kind of getting things done throughout the day. And I I can't think of a specific example, but I feel like there's been that too, where it just takes a minute where you just have to stop and be like, but wait, but why does it have to be like this? And and maybe it doesn't. And like, actually we could change it or we Mm -hmm. could change it really easily. Actually, um, now an example that's occurring to me, we kind of rearranged, we got rid of three pieces of furniture in our living room and rearranged it a bit. I just, it's still not where I would love it to be, mm-hmm. but we had three pieces of furniture that I just didn't love. And right. I would look at them and be like, Oh, I want to change them one right. day, but you know what? It's not the time right now. And then just randomly one morning we're kind of like, well, what if we rearranged it? Yeah. Well, I guess these other pieces don't fit. Okay. Let's get rid of them. Right. You know? And then Better it's like, well, not have what yeah, bothers you. Then. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of funny that you can kind of just get used to it or kind of think, well, I guess it's okay. But, Mm-hmm. sometimes if you just try to change it up or take action, yeah. you it's kind so of find easy out. to find yourself in, I found it way too easy to put myself in the victim role of mm-hmm. like, I just, I'm, you know, the mm-hmm. desperate housewife who's like, <laughs> here, do, you don't even know what I go through, blah, right. blah, blah. It's like, no, but then just change it. Uh-huh. It's fine. Nobody, uh-huh. you're not being put upon it. <laughs> um, but there's also a lot of responsibility that goes with that. Cause you're like, right. Oh, well, I guess I have nobody to blame. <laughs> Yeah. Um, So for me, I think the things that contribute the most to happiness at home, uh, one thing that you mentioned, it's, it's having a slower pace. Mm -hmm. And that's definitely something that, that I've just been kind of realizing a lot with having two full-time working parents. I think that is maybe one of the biggest impacts just on the family is it just feels like, yeah, just an increased pace. There's Mm -hmm. just many things that need to be done in the morning for, for both Chris and I Mm -hmm. to be ready to look professional, to be ready to go Mm -hmm. into the office, um, to have all the the time limit. Yes. Yes. (laughs) You do need to be there at at a a reasonable time. time. Exactly. Um, you know, for the boys to, mm-hmm. you know, got to get dressed and um, have lunches packed and just all, it's just a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, and then on the other end of the day too, just kind of in the evening time in reverse, um, kind of settling back in. So um, yeah, so looking for ways to maintain that slower pace, even mm-hmm. though we have to do so many things. And mm-hmm. then I just find myself, I really relish the times when it does feel like we can just go at the pace of the family or right. kind of, you right. know, and I have kind of realized that just in, in motherhood too, just generally there are usually just so many things that need to be done, even mm-hmm. if it's a weekend day and we're just going to the park. Mm-hmm. There's just so many things. And I've noticed that now when I'm on vacation, one of the things I just love to do is I just like to get ready at my own pace. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's so It feels like luxurious. such a luxury. Yes. Like it's I'm so going to take 
an hour to get yeah. ready. And yeah, it's just be amazing. listen to music, uh-huh. just kind of like, I, I don't know, I'm not usually like a dawdler, uh-huh. but it just feels so mm-hmm. good. <laughs> so, so I have noticed that. Um, I kind of mentioned the just aesthetic of the house, just like tidy and not having clutter. I love the functionality of the house, mm-hmm. kind of like the way you said about folding laundry. Like I totally get mm-hmm. that. It's just um, the house is a very, you know, like cozy, comforting place, but obviously it supports a lot of activity yeah. and, and things. And yeah. so for that all to run smoothly. To and feel so, like, yeah, to feel like everything's back in its place yeah. and you're ready to, like you've equipped mm-hmm. the home to right. take on another day yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, just kind of kind of things like that and for things to be running efficiently because I think about, you know, so these, those things can run well so we can really focus on the living and like yeah. the fun stuff mm-hmm. that we want to do. So, um, and then definitely just, just coziness in whatever mm-hmm. way that mm-hmm. manifests at whatever season it is. Just, I think home for me is feeling comforted and feeling taken care of, you know, with your, all your loved ones mm-hmm. right there. So mm-hmm. just, just love that, um, on, on creating happiness, maybe in kind of in face of things that might challenge it. Um, so tackling clutter and mess had mm-hmm. been a big one for us, like simplifying our stuff and then having a monthly house cleaning service. Mm-hmm. We've kind of both talked about Amen. that before that we are using mm-hmm. that and it just does make a difference. I just walk around grinning like, and I kind of want to lick things like <laughs> just, just, it's so clean. I and it's like, it. I wipe my countertops. I was just like scrubbing them and it's like, and yet when someone else does it, it yep. just somehow is cleaner. It's so much cleaner. <laughs> so much cleaner. <laughs> um, so, so, love love that um also creating happiness working on making the just decor and look of our house reflect mm-hmm. you know what like what I truly want to see and mm-hmm. part of that is seasonal decor that I'm slowly slowly working mm-hmm. on and I just have to mention too a great book that I'm reading right now that that kind of is related to this um it's called this is where you belong which I first heard mm-hmm. about on the mom hour mm-hmm. they did an interview with the author but it's all about um, it's the art and science of loving where you live. And oh, I just wow. kind of thought about this just because we've talked about before that living maybe in the desert environment might not be the ideal, like, um, right. natural environment for right. both of us, weather environment, but they just talk about some really practical things that you can do to increase loving Ooh, like where that. you live. And I feel like that kind of mm-hmm. contributes, contributes mm-hmm. to that. Um, what about in parenting? Okay. This kind of overlaps with family yes. and or mm-hmm. parenting and home. Mm-hmm. But there is a feeling I have, and especially I think because our girls weren't always with us, mm-hmm. when we have been somewhere and come home mm-hmm. and it's just the four of us again, mm-hmm. it is just this like audible sigh almost and that that now this feels like home to them. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like even our home obviously initially at first was anxiety producing because it was all mm-hmm. new for mm-hmm. them. So to now feel feel that that is a comfort for them is so huge. Mm. Like they used to be scared of our dogs and coming mm-hmm. home was stressful at first. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, put the dogs outside and we're, right. you know, the first couple of weeks figuring all that out and letting them kind of ease into it. And they'd have all these questions and, and we're going to go to bed and we're going to, you know, like mm-hmm. just worried about everything. Yeah. And so to now see them run in the house oh. and hug the dogs and whip their shoes off and yeah. kind of know the routine. Like they go potty right away when mm-hmm. we're coming home from somewhere and just relax and just, yeah. And now they'll say things like, and we going to get in our pajamas and be all set and oh. all co it's like that just like, yeah, that is the best to me. Yeah. Um, it just makes me really happy to see their, creativity and personalities coming out too. Mm-hmm. Like I just beam with pride at like certain art mm-hmm. drawings Aww. and just seeing their little wheels turning yeah. is just so cool. It's like the teacher moments in me, but then seeing that in my own kids is right. so fun. Yeah. Um, I do think in terms of struggles, I do feel like parenting young, young children for me at least mm-hmm. is kind of a happiness struggle in general. <laughs> like I'm like, I'm constantly challenged to like, find the happy, find the good. I just, it is so draining. We've Mm -hmm. talked about it before. And I think that you don't hear about it that way necessarily because they are so cute. They Mm -hmm. are so sweet, but even the cuteness can be so challenging because it's like, it's, it's so much, there's so much that they need, Mm -hmm. you know, there's so many tasks to be done and you're doing them all at first and you're, you know, so as we're moving out of some of that, I'm finding it easier and easier to relax into parenting and enjoy them. And Mm -hmm. Um, I think that 
it's more about choosing what to focus on with like literally every interaction. Cause mm-hmm. I think even things like cuddling or whatever can be hard when you just feel touched mm-hmm. out for the day or you're yeah. hot. And it's just like choosing to, even in that moment, if it's like, we're just going to sit here and I'm going to have my own space and you mm-hmm. have your space and look, we're all together, but mm-hmm. chill still to like see it for myself that they weren't just being needy. They right. were loving me and that's right. their way, you know? Yeah. And, um, trying to just put that perspective on it and just remember how little they are mm-hmm. and laughing at things when I can. Mm-hmm. Like, I've gotten a lot better at laughing at ridiculous, yeah. grouchy faces. And <laughs> it actually seems to work with Jay in particular mm-hmm. to make her smile mm-hmm. and laugh. And so, tried to get better at things like yeah. that, not taking everything so personal. Yeah. But, yeah. How about you? <laughs> um, let's see. I feel like when I'm able to to do something well in parenting is when it feels like I'm able to, to meet their needs mm-hmm. and, and not in a like desperate, like, way. yeah, like <laughs> a desperate, like rushed way. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I'm getting you a snack, but I'm also trying to like uh-huh. do this when I can just be, I think it so much comes down to like just being really present, Yeah, you know? And even if I can feel like parenting is really good and, you know, in a way have happiness, even if it's maybe like a more difficult moment, if I feel like I'm able to respond calmly, yes, you know, and like feel like, okay, that's like, that's how I would want to respond. You feel good after the interaction. Yeah, Mm -hmm. right. Exactly. Um, I think too, now being able to engage in things that we're both really enjoying. I talked about like playing a board game or able to sit and like read together Mm -hmm. and like Dash is able to really pay attention and understand the book and just, just loving that. Um, recently we pulled out some, um, everyday food magazines that I have Mm -hmm. and Dash and I sat and just like looked through them and it was just like reading recipes with my son I mean this is amazing Uh so um so yeah that just I feel like that just makes all the difference and so I I do feel that that uh, maybe one of the prevailing challenges it almost feels like for me is is the multitasking aspect Mm -hmm. of it I not a good multitasker. I really don't like doing it. I get very overwhelmed, but you just, you have to, yeah, you have an to. And, so, so and that times. pace too is so dictated mm-hmm. by their pace often yes, that yes. sometimes is at the snail's pace, but the other times it's like, I got to hurry because you're uh-huh. about to throw something in the toilet right, that shouldn't go there. Exactly. You know, like been there. I've been there. It is a rough <laughs> combination of the two. Yes, exactly. So I feel, I feel like that is like sometimes at the root of mm-hmm. like what's stressing mm-hmm. me out about about parenting yeah um what about at work I'm wondering if maybe okay. you can recall either from yeah. your from your full-time working days or or maybe even things my no window right, right right now that maybe you kind of classify as work but yeah anything um I think just finding your work people Oh yeah. That's one thing. And, and actually teaching can be kind of isolating because it's Mm -hmm. you in a classroom with kids. Now there's a lot more team interaction and what, whatnot than there probably was back in the day. But, um, I just remember feeling a little isolated at first as a new teacher. And also like I had to do what everybody else was doing, but everybody was doing different things. So like kind of finding your people and the Uh people that match your style and, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I don't know, like that can kind of, and I think it can be like that in any job, but Mm -hmm. finding that, that little work crew to hang out with, to have lunch with, but also just to kind of feel the ropes of the place out a little bit with someone that might look at it the same way you do. Mm -hmm. Um, And some of those girls are still some of my best friends. So I think that that was, Mm -hmm. that was huge for me. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel like I felt like I belonged or was in the right place until I found that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then staying organized to make the most of the time at yeah. work helps to achieve that better work-life balance. And I don't think I ever got this mm-hmm. before I stopped teaching, but I know for a fact <laughs> that if I went back, I would have to have it. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, it's not an option anymore to just right. stay till right. 6, yeah. 6.30 because I didn't use my prep time wisely or mm-hmm. whatever. So I think mm-hmm. that staying organized and making things as functional as possible Mm -hmm. would be important. And then I just think like, no matter what your job is, remember where your life is. Mm. It's not necessarily there. Yeah. Um, That that's That's a portion of your life. And, and not just in terms of physically staying at work too long, but bringing all of that home with Mm -hmm. you and just remembering that that's not, 
your identity. Like we put so much on work Mm -hmm. in our culture Mm -hmm. and it can just be super depressing and super Mm -hmm. stressful and puts more emphasis on that one thing than should be. Right. Um, And so that's something else I would remember going back, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, For me, one thing I... I think when I'm really enjoying my job and really feeling in a good groove is when I'm able to work on something for a, a like a dedicated focused time and, and like make progress progress. Like mm-hmm. I'll have, I have different projects that I work on at work and when I'm able to just like make progress on them and check mm-hmm. things off my list, sometimes I'll have projects where I have to you know, kind of, kind of be in these situations a little bit. Yeah. Or we have to like wait for people or Mm -hmm. things are ambiguous or it's just, you know, Mm -hmm. I like being able to just like work through something that, you know, goes back to me, like liking to be productive Mm -hmm. and stuff. Um, I, I have a great group of colleagues right now at work and that like the best I've ever had out of, you know, the jobs that I've ever had. Mm -hmm. And that's, yeah, that's just huge to feel like you have friends at work Mm -hmm. and to have people that you can joke around with people that at my first two jobs that I um, had out of school, I don't think there were at my very first job, there was no one that I would like want to go grab a cup of coffee with. That's sad. It's really sad. (laughs) And you're like the friendliest ever. You're just walking around (laughs) grinning and nobody wants coffee with you. Does anyone want a cup of coffee? And then at my second job, there were people I liked getting coffee with, but we were all just like, so I think when I look back at it, so like stressed and unhappy (laughs) with our jobs, it was like, we went to go get a cup of coffee just to get out of the office, but that's like not nice. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I have like a really great just kind of work community, work family. Um, I love being able to learn something new, like just, you know, feeling feeling kind of challenged mm-hmm. but not overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. That's always a nice um, a nice balance. My work environment matters mm-hmm. a lot to me. Mm-hmm. I have a nice work environment right now. I'm a little, not nervous, but um, my office, we're moving from the third floor to a, a space that's being renovated right now to the first floor. So it's, okay. it's like kind of an unknown, you know, it's going to be a little <laughs> like, different. I have my things all yes. set. So anyway, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm mostly looking forward to just, you know, finding my, um, like I'll have a desk space, um, and just kind of making it my own, yeah, that's but, always but fun. definitely like my environment at work matters a lot. Yeah. Um, something I'm sure you've dealt with this before, but kind of a challenge to happiness can just be working with people with different personalities and like Mm -hmm. different work styles. Mm -hmm. And something that I, something that I really try to do is I try to under, like I try to identify, acknowledge that I'm in those situations and I try to realize, okay, what, what do I need? Like, what do I need to, you know, for this, instead of relying on someone else, like if they don't work in that same way, Mm -hmm. then I'm like, well, then I'm just going to plan to send weekly updates. Right. You know, like so if it doesn't I want bother me. Exactly. Yeah. If I want more interaction or whatever it's going to be, I'm going to take that on myself. Yeah. So that I feel like that's kind of, that's kind of helped. It's that taking responsibility thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Okay. What about in friendships? Okay. I think that what makes me the most happy and I really, I feel like there are two times in my life when I really had it like, middle school and high school, which mm-hmm. end of middle school, high school, which that's a good time to have, feel like you've had this, yeah. a good friend experience. Yeah. And now, Aww. um, to where I feel the most like myself mm-hmm. with my group of friends, mm-hmm. um, every version of myself. I feel like other times in life I've had times where it's like, oh, well, I am myself, but I don't really swear around them. Well, mm. I kind of swear. So, gotcha. or right. I am myself, <laughs> but I don't really talk about my faith or other things that are important. Uh-huh. Well, th- it's all important right. to me, you know, right. or all like these little caveats. Yeah. And so I feel like this is the first time in my maybe adult life that I've had a group of friends where I feel like I am, they know the real me, like mm-hmm. I am my truest self with mm-hmm. them. And so I think that's the mark of a good friendship. Um, I think that a challenge uh, is the friend that I feel like to me, it's always a red flag when you feel guilty when you've not done anything wrong. <laughs> yes. Like there are just I have people or, or it's not even maybe the person, but it's the dynamic, the yeah, relationship the dynamic. dynamic or wherever you have this clash or difference yes. that like you just feel guilty for some, for, <laughs> for doing nothing. Right. Or I've had this experience too, where I'm just like, 
I feel like something's off or I feel like it's not going well, but I can't say why that would be. Right. (laughs) You know? Right. Or you just feel like you don't, um, it's a challenging situation too, where you feel like you never move out of like, Mm-hmm. You never move around the friendship bases, mm-hmm. so to speak. Right. Like yes. you're here at first base with this friend and it's great, but right. it's like you don't know Doesn't how to take progress. it to the next level mm-hmm. or you don't have enough in common to take it to the next level right. or wh- right. what do I do with that then? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that that is hard um, to find yourself happy and like, what do I need to do? Do I dump this friend? Right. Do I like, what is, what is the thing to do? Yes. But I do think that creating happiness and friendships, especially into adulthood is really leaning into those friendships and being yeah. your most mm-hmm. authentic self. Mm-hmm. Who knows? There may be people that would have mm-hmm. been a better friend to me right. as my whole self, if I would have put it out there and I, mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I could for whatever mm-hmm. reason. So I think part of it is just like, this is who I am. Right. Take it or leave it. Mm-hmm. And, and also, um, you know, really leaning into supporting friends and mm-hmm. finding little ways to care about people and mm-hmm. showing up, you mm-hmm. know? Um, yeah. I think it's important. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I think what, what I was thinking is so, so just echoes that, but feeling understood and supported. Yeah. I think um, just as I'm thinking about like, yeah, the, the, the friendships that I think bring, bring me the most happiness. Another one laughing, laughing at the same things and sharing that same sense of humor. Yeah. You know, people Mm -hmm. have such, can have such different senses of humor. And I found that I'll just have that, that connection or just feeling like, okay, this is definitely a person I can be friends Mm -hmm. with. If we can like joke via text, you know, or just, you're just like, it's less obvious. Yeah. It's, I feel like it's kind of evident pretty quickly. And Mm -hmm. it's just like, oh, great. Cause I want to be able to be kind of, uh, you know, snarky or witty or kind of like make these things that someone's not going to take the wrong way and Mm -hmm. and just kind of be able to roll with it so um to me it's when you can give a look yeah like when you can in in an in-person friendship when you Uh can just look and Uh like they know what you mean or what you're (laughs) laughing at or making fun of like that's that's the mark of a good friendship yeah yeah I love that um yeah I would say um challenges yeah kind of like you kind of like you said just it (laughs) I don't know if there's any, if, if there's any drama, I mean, oh, that's just like red flag. Too old for that. And that's like kind of what you said. I feel like in, in not so much drama into my adult life, but kind of more where it's just, yeah, it just kind of like feels off or I've, I've kind of had the situation sometimes where it'd be like, not that it was anything like bad or mean, but just kind of like, mm, I just don't think I'd treat a friend that way. Or mm-hmm. I don't think I'd do that to a friend. Mm-hmm. Like not if it was maybe not like excluded even done somehow or some yeah. sort of like kind of yeah. slight mm-hmm. mm, something even if maybe it wasn't like intentionally yeah. meant to be that yeah. way just I don't know kind of some kind mm-hmm. of something like that mm-hmm. but yeah and we did talk our friendship episode we talked That's a lot right. about that if you wanted mm-hmm. to check that out that I feel was, like some that of that touches on a lot of this mm-hmm. um okay what about social media okay um I can literally, I can physically tell if I've been on social media too mm-hmm. much because my neck hurts mm-hmm. from, and my thumb, Just my thumb <laughs> will actually like right here where you would like go like right, this all the right, time scrolling right, right there will actually hurt. And so that is a big red flag that. It, it just starts to after a while. I do think social media adds a lot to my life actually. Yeah. And I don't, um, I am not an anti-social media person mm-hmm. whatsoever, but I think it's like, everything in moderation like you get to this point where it just starts to feel icky Mm -hmm. or like you're just randomly checking things just to kind of check out of life for a minute especially with the girls I find myself doing it because it's just like I don't even know what you're talking about that story makes zero sense I'm gonna go on Instagram (laughs) real quick like, it's just, just like you just uh, really need a break but you actually can't take one yeah. so it's just like a you yeah, have like to be physically in the room with them right. and so yeah that is so true <laughs> um and sometimes that's perfectly fine yeah. but when I'm doing it more often than not yeah I also will find that then I feel discontented mm-hmm. with my parenting and with my marriage and mm-hmm. with everything else because I'm just in this like yeah. weird virtual world yeah um a couple other things like I think when I can kind of keep in mind good for her, but not for me, mm-hmm. like I don't have to do everything just because I see someone else doing it amazingly on social media mm-hmm. and just that there's plenty for everyone. Like someone else's success doesn't right. detract from mine, especially, I mean, I will find myself being jealous of somebody's success in an area I have no interest <laughs> in. And I'm like, what is wrong with me? Like, like I but don't, Erica, I don't even have a jewelry business. Yeah. Like, but maybe I would like one. <laughs> yeah, they've already taken all of the jewelry business. 
Like, it's just ridiculous how your mind. Yes. And you don't even consciously do. But all of a sudden you're feeling like, ugh. Mm -hmm. And it's like, why? Right. Right. So. (laughs) <laughs> anyways keeping those those ideas in mind <laughs> um uh, for me i think where in social media can bring me happiness is making real connections yeah. with people mm-hmm. and i think we talked about this actually on the friendship episode but but for me that means like not just liking you know, someone's mm-hmm. post or something, but like commenting, mm-hmm. you know, like trying to be a little bit more engaged. Kind of knowing their story through their right. feed or whatever. Right. Like, oh, exactly. I remember you mentioned this, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, that I think just engaging in that way, it doesn't make it feel like just that makes it feel to me not like just a mental checkout, but like, oh, okay, I like, yeah, feel like, like, feel mm-hmm. a connection from that. Um, for me, using, Instagram is my primary yeah. social media right now. Mm-hmm. And and for me, I've noticed like it certainly can can be like too much, too much scrolling, too much checking in, too much thinking about, oh, what am I going to post? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's not happiness inducing. But um, but I find that it does motivate me to find moments and small things in my life that bring me happiness yeah. and, and is a documented mm-hmm. record of that. Yeah. And honestly, I love to scroll my own just feed yeah. and, and look and look back. And I, there are things that I've forgotten about that when I see them, it's mm-hmm. like, Oh yeah. Like these that, little moments. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that was a great day or it just, it really does bring back memories that I, I don't think I would, um, remember as yeah. clearly, you know, whether it was just like a, a day at the park or just, you know, mm-hmm. a random, just, just great afternoon, mm-hmm. you know, for, for no other reason other than like everyone was just like mm-hmm. happy, you know? So, um, and I do think that's one of the things in general that I could have added up at the top of the show about what in general makes you happy. Mm-hmm. I will feel happy when I notice that I'm noticing mm-hmm. those little moments. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's, that's me at my best, right? You know, right. When taking, I'm taking the joy, those. like mm-hmm. where you where you can get it and everything, um, kind of like overcoming challenges to happiness associated with social media. Um, I focusing primarily on Instagram has been really good mm-hmm. for me lately. I'm going usually several days without even checking mm-hmm. Facebook, and I just I don't know. I, I think with the way Facebook has changed so much lately and stuff. The fact that it's an election year, perhaps. Yes. Just <laughs> helping so, Facebook so much, so much going on. It's one of these things that I can, I can scroll Instagram and, and yeah, I feel like maybe I've connected with people or seen these mm-hmm. kind of little snapshots moments, something inspiring maybe. And I, on Facebook, I just don't feel that yeah. way. Yeah. I just kind of feel overwhelmed or I, I feel like I'm almost more likely to feel kind of a, like a comparison. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not quite sure why that is, but, um, so, so not spending as much time on Facebook, um, definitely really helps me on, on Instagram, which is, I mean, I'm not even venturing into the Snapchat or anything like Instagram. I yeah, I don't. It's, I'm sticking with Instagram. I know I have, I have had plenty. <laughs> um, but not following too many accounts. Like I'm, yeah, I'm trying being selective to, yeah, I'm trying that. to be pretty proactive. Like I, I do follow new people, mm-hmm. you know, like I'll see someone that seems interesting. And then I just kind of notice if I'm not like feeling like I'm developing a connection mm-hmm. or something with that, I'll, I'll unfollow. Yeah. Or, if I'm looking through and saying, where, why yeah. do I know this person again? Right, why exactly. did I follow them? Oh, Probably yeah, I, I don't I need don't. to be. Um, and then I also am trying to be proactive. There are many feeds that I was following that are gorgeous and and sometimes would be inspiring, whether mm-hmm. like motherhood related mm-hmm. or a lot of like house design related mm-hmm. things like that. But just I think I was noticing that when I saw them, it was more like made me f- feel that our house was lacking or yeah. my situation yeah. was lacking. So I really had to had to think hard about okay yeah. is this really bring is it really bringing me inspiration more of the time or is right. it bringing me more of that comparison right. and i'm trying to be good about just unfollowing those yeah. because i'll if i really want to i can find them again right you right know, mm-hmm. if I or want. when you're really looking for like mm-hmm. ideas exactly. for a living room or whatever then it's not just this like our living room sucks <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> your living room does not suck by the way i just <laughs> just an example no i i mean i've had that exact thought so <laughs> you're right you're right on there <laughs> Um, yeah. Any, any final thoughts on happiness, Erica? I don't think so. I th- I just like, I think that's the sum of it is that how much it is your mm-hmm. responsibility. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's a freeing thought that you mm-hmm. can, 
change anything Nobody, there are there are know? a lot of things within our control that mm-hmm. we can take action on and and i think too it's been interesting um that how a little bit can go a long way mm-hmm. like you said it can feel you can feel stuck and i mean obviously this is not for not for all situations but sometimes you know something around the house for example yeah. you really hate something and and just moving or rearranging something mm-hmm. it might take as little as like 30 minutes mm-hmm. and it's like oh and, yeah. and then it ends up bringing you so much yeah happiness. or just getting rid of it all together mm-hmm. like why do i keep looking at that subpar item right. just get just, rid of it <laughs> just goodwill that <laughs> <Yes>. so <laughs> okay let's move on to obsessions okay <laughs> I feel like mine are very random. Right? <laughs> I love okay. it. So um, my first one is Trader Joe's what? turkey summer sausage. I mean, you oh. won't probably be sampling it. but I will not, but it sounds delicious. For what those of you who do eat meat, it is. I love like cheese sausage crackers. Like that is my favorite. Okay. Like I could eat that like a meal. Like, Do you mean like a cracker and then a slice of cheese and a um, slice of sausage? Ne- not necessarily. Just whole bunch of stuff on a plate. Oh, right. Like, all of those items gotcha. together kind of in order. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and summer sausage is like my favorite of that. And okay. it's not very good for you. <laughs> Why not? What is summer sausage? It's like a cold, you, uh, like a salami almost or a... Oh, okay. Yeah. But you, it's typically not as thin. Like you slice it in bigger chunks. And okay. It's a cold... Like okay. Summer sausage. That's okay. why they call it. You're like, it's just called a summer sausage. But I yeah, don't know what I think else it's to closest say. to probably like, like a, a salami. salami. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got it. Um, it's a cured meat. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> so a turkey summer sausage uh-huh. is much better for you. Oh. Like much lower in fat. Okay. And cholesterol and all mm-hmm. of that. So, and it, T- Trader Joe's is really, really good. Mm. So I would just highly recommend. Okay. I'm so eating you're doing a lot that of with it like these your days. cheese and your mm-hmm. crackers and-, and like an ultra thin, like the Sargento's ultra thin cheese slices. So oh, you can have like gotcha. more cheese coverage mm-hmm. for less calories. So gotcha. I'll put that on an apple and then have oh, my little turkey summer sausage. Yum. Very good. And while I'm being health minded, yes. I can't not mention the gym one time. <laughs> yes, I so love it. So since I am going to the gym so often, <laughs> repeat obsession. I, well, no, the gym is not my obsession, but okay. it's a related, it's related obsession. I promised I would not just be, you know, obsessed with the gym again. <laughs> Every time for the next six weeks, just yeah. the gym, the gym, just the gym. I'm still obsessed. Big muscles now. <laughs> um, workout pants. Ooh, I can't get enough, and specifically. Uh-huh. The Got ones with like geometric like mesh cutouts. Oh, I've seen that that's <gasps> in now. What kind of, I love what it. kind of cutouts are you rocking? Like I just have some that have um, like just like slashes, if you Ooh, will, across the I thigh. I will. I will. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> and like down the, down like on the shin okay, area. Okay. Or there's some with like a cut. I have some is this, like a cutout on the look bottom. Like, like a beast came? by and like like a no. gym beast came by and slashed you <laughs> no like they're just like i'll have to link to a picture okay i'll take a picture of myself in these okay i really don't think they're meant for i i just feel so good about going to the gym that yeah. i'm like bring it all on yeah. i'm wearing all of that uh-huh. i can't wait to wear that top uh-huh. it's a little bit slutty with my sports bra <laughs> hanging out i can't wait like it's all happening so these pants are not slutty but okay. they just have like the beast um, slashes no <laughs> i feel like you're thinking way more <laughs> severe than it actually is it's like a little it's like a little thin. it's like black mesh okay, okay. on black pants so gotcha. you can barely even it's just like a little gotcha. cutout gotcha. kind of a thing Okay, but, but I'm but really these liking beast slash pants. That's a great idea. <laughs> it totally is. We should brand that. <laughs> so workout pants in general, I am okay. obsessed. I feel, and I feel like part of it is that I'm working out harder than I ever have, so I can't rewear them. Right, like they are sweaty. Yeah, and gross. Yeah, so I have to have more pairs of them. And so right. I'm like, well, I need, yeah. I need all of the workout pants. Are you getting into the ones that um, I just have plain black, but but like all the fun designs and stuff are See, out and I kind of want some of those, I know. but I haven't, I'm a little nervous. See, I'm not enjoying like the designs as much. I still like them black, but they're like fun little things right, on them. Right, right. I do have some that have like dark gray, like patches. That doesn't sound <laughs> cute <laughs> for lack of a better term, but they're like sporty patches. Okay. Like they're like, 
it looks like all pieced together <laughs> like armor almost it's just no, getting worse it's not getting it's better getting worse. I, when you I'm said <laughs> patches i'm just thinking of the scarecrow totally. like patched <laughs> not sporty whatsoever <laughs> like farmer overalls no i promise armor i don't know how one would describe this this is very tricky i feel like i'm pulling up a picture right now so you can <laughs> describe me okay. to listeners <laughs> oh no what i'm talking about oh boy this is you tell this me your a obsession challenge, a challenge on, on well the spot. i hold on <laughs> i'm enjoying the c9 the champion brand okay um from target i'm pulling okay. it up right now Oh, I will link to all these patches pants. Don't you worry, yeah, you listeners. Will. Yeah, you <laughs> Stop. Pull up those show notes right now so you can be uh, on board with the patches pants. Okay. You, I mean, you might have to carry on. With yeah. Your... I mean, I can't think of a better word than patches. So pants. Hold on. Here we go. You might have to edit some of this space out. Oh, no. The, oh, no, listen, the all, listeners are staying see, like, with okay, us. Like this one. This is not mesh. This is like a leather situation. Leather? Well, I mean, the pants are dry fit, but then see, just like a little something, like an embellishment, if you will. Do you see what oh, I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Like a different, like texture, like mm-hmm. a different texture. Mm-hmm. But I have. Oh, you know what? I think I've seen some, uh, uh, like I've bought shirts that have the dis- this or description. Like the, I have They're these. called um, mixed media. Maybe yes. you could call it that instead get, of patches. Get. Okay. These, <laughs> these are olive, but I have them in. Get out of here. Show us. I have them in black with gray. Whoa. Yeah. See, that's what I meant by the patches. And the armor. See, what do you call that otherwise? What <laughs> do mean. they call it? What do they call it here? Premium textured, textured. legging. Textured. Okay. But but see, it said texture. Didn't know what I was talking about. You told me patches armor. Yeah. That's what I'm picturing. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, those are those. So are awesome. I will link to some. Okay. So that's kind of what I'm into. These. Okay. So not necessarily like a floral design or something like right, that. Right, right. That's my thighs. That's a little busy for my thighs. <laughs> but these are actually pretty flattering because they like mm-hmm. are geometric and yeah. draw attention inward when my thighs go outward. <laughs> so I'm enjoying <laughs> the funky pants. All right. I love it. That was a lot to say about workout pants. Hey, you know what? You needed to say it. It's we, your it's You your get obsession. what you get here. <laughs> yep. I'm clearly obsessed. <laughs> Okay, um, I have a podcast, a new podcast that I'm obsessed oh, with. Oh, I was like, you better not be starting another one. <laughs> no, God. I have a third podcast. Erica, shut that down. <laughs> like, shut come, that rumor down right now. Come over and take away the mic. I will. Don't I will. let me do it. I can see you from my dining room into yours. <laughs> She's podcasting again. <laughs> That's not Chris or me. <laughs> no, Kelsey. Um, okay, so my new podcast obsession, it is called Harry Potter and the Sacred Texts. Oh. Are you a Harry Potter fan? I am. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I did not read the newest one, though. Oh, okay. I was like, the seventh one, Erica, what? No, the, the new. <laughs> right, the play. I feel like it's like a different category. Yeah. No, it's, it is. It's totally different. Harry Potter and the, the Cursed Child. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Harry Potter and the Sacred Text Podcasts. Oh, this is, this is so cool. Okay. This feels very cozy already. It, is it cozy? It's, it's cozy. I, Are I they think, British? Uh, one of them is. Okay, good. So yeah, you're going to like you. that. Uh-huh. So yeah, um, the two co-hosts, they are both either, either have graduated from or are working towards their degrees in divinity from Harvard. So interesting. Legit credentials. Mm -hmm. So what they do on each episode, each episode is one chapter of the book and they're starting at the very beginning oh. with like chapter one of the first book. Okay. And they're, they're way to set yourself up for a, for a, a podcast with podcast. longevity. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. And they, they look at the chapter and the writing with techniques that are used to read a sacred text. Like, wow. like you would read like yeah. the Bible or right. other like sacred texts. Right. And it's just very fascinating. And they, they like the e- symbolism and the exactly. poetry and the and, what, and like each, whatever. And each one too, um, each chapter has kind of a different theme, um, regret or hope or friendship, um, wow. kind of things like this. And it's just, it's just fascinating. Yeah. It's just fascinating. The, like the insight that they draw and kind of the lessons and stuff. And so they're not, they're not, um, reading it as if this is what JK Rowling meant to say. Right. It's just like if, analyzing it as one would. Exactly. As if text. it was a sacred text, but it is so fascinating. And just, I mean, I love the book so much. And yeah. so, and so, 
just like meaty about the yeah, books. Yeah, and so seeing mm-hmm. them in a new, different way, and and yeah, some of the insights are just super, super fascinating. Like there is symbolism there that mm-hmm. that you can draw out, whether or not J.K. Rowling meant right. it or right. not. Is um, it's just really interesting. That's cool. And but but they're 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 entertaining. Like they they kind of they have a gr- like great chemistry and great rapport, but then they're also just so. Um, thoughtful and smart and very like intellectual yeah just really interesting so they're only um they're almost to the end of the first book okay so so there's like some backlog but then they're they're very much at the beginning so that's like one i'm looking forward to when it comes out every week so yeah that's cool Mm -hmm. i'm gonna check that out yeah yeah it's it's a good one it's a cozy one Okay, moving on to neighborhood news. Okay, I have official documentation you do. right here. You have like <laughs> some neighborhood letterhead paperwork. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so the board met the HOA board met recently on many issues related to my house because. Oh. The yellow door was one of them, but then they also wanted us, I had just submitted paperwork for, we did a few changes. We did the yellow door, we changed our garage lights, Mm -hmm. and we changed our house address number. Mm -hmm. So I just like put those all on one, but then they said they wanted to consider them all separately. Oh my gosh. I filled out many, many forms. Yeah, many trees were killed. (laughs) Many trees. And so I followed up with the... HOA management uh, last week, I hadn't heard anything. They said that the lights and the address numbers, and for some reason, they hadn't had our change for our screen door on file, even though we did that years ago. So I had to like resubmit. So anyway, that all passed and that's fine. They said that they've once again tabled the yellow door. This is so weird. This is so weird. How and, how does something get tabled? I like, don't how know. How did they decide that? He didn't give any other information. Like before, it was put off because I think one time, oh my gosh, he didn't have enough for. They a didn't vote have or enough for a vote. Like then they couldn't come to a decision. It's like all getting. I mean, messed up in my head. So I don't know if that means they didn't get to it, but I feel like he would have said we didn't. They didn't get to it. So I don't know what that means. It makes me hopeful. Don't you think? I mean, the, I'll ask your the more time, means, the more really time means. that goes by. Yeah. Like, I feel like maybe it's like, I mean, just kind of, maybe they it. can't quite admit that they, right. So oh, fine. Just it's, I didn't realize they hope. were going to fight this hard for exactly. it, but they just keep like pushing it back. Or yeah. Whatever. So I hope maybe they'll just kind of let it fizzle. Okay. They seem to have they lost their steam. They seem to have steam. been fizzling. Yeah. So anyway, so, so I'm hopeful. It's tabled. The yellow door is tabled. <laughs> so I guess I'm not going to follow up anymore on it. So I, I don't know. It is I don't funny. We'll Our see. listeners are waiting with beta breath to find out really about the yellow are, door. Really There's are. like going to be picket lines. Like. I know. I'll like submit submit this huge long petition mm-hmm. with like, it's like, uh, these people don't even live in the United <laughs> States. And I'm like, yeah, but they want that yellow door. <laughs> they like that in Canada. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I think that's a wrap for our show. Thank you so much for listening. And this is just a reminder to send us your recipes um, for our test kitchen episode and to sign up for our newsletter if you'd like a little bit more of us in your life. And mm-hmm. and who wouldn't? Who really? wouldn't? <laughs> um, thank you so much for sharing the show and for your love on iTunes. It means so much to us. And you know where to find us. We're Hi Girls Next Door on Instagram and search for The Girl Next Door Podcast on Facebook. We'd love to get your emails at highgirlsnextdoor at gmail.com and to see your comments on our website, girlnextdoorpodcast.com. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Kelsey. And I'm... (laughs) (laughs) Who are you? I really can't with the added some pouch. (laughs) I was... I didn't have it all out of my system. Okay. (laughs) Who? See, we added some pouch. (laughs) Okay. Who? You say something. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me about the cocktail. That cocktail is very apple-y. I like how you were like, did we say we're going to read that? I don't know, but sounds good. I don't know. Let's do it. Let's do that. Whatever. (laughs) Oh, uh, real quick.
Mm-hmm. The cocktail is called Hard Cider Spritz. Any hard cider pouch spritz? Any? <laughs> Since I did <laughs> my own little take on that. Pouch spritz sounds so gross. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't so. want to drink any sort of pouch spritz. <laughs> you stop it over uh, there. Um, I know something clever though that with the. Mm, what did you say it's called? Hard cider spritz. <laughs> I, might, uh, I got nothing. <laughs> With a shot of pouch. It's like pouch, just anything out of a just, pouch. Just, it's not working. But I eat those a lot. Right. That petal petal peach is good. That made a great that made a great cocktail. Um <laughs> dang, I got nothing. I mean you could just say like hard cider applesauce spritz, but that's just a long name. Right. I think we can just say that we added some pouch. Okay. <laughs> You always just tell it like it is. <laughs> just, just say we added some pouch. <laughs> I, I don't know. I can't think of anything. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. 